Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans, mark your calendars for Fort Hay State University homecoming September 30th through October 2nd. Come on out for fan favorites like the Tiger Bonfire, Oktoberfest, the homecoming parade, then cheer on your Tiger football team as they take on Nebraska Cardi. You won't want to miss it. Visit FHSUhomecoming.com for updates and a full schedule of events. And we'll see you there. Fort A. State Homecoming, September 30th through October 2nd. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Monday. Welcome into Tiger Talk. This is Gerard Welbrock, joined by head football coach Chris Brown. We are live at the Golden Q in Hayes, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. We'll be talking Fort Hayes State football until 1 o'clock. We'd certainly invite you to come on out and join us for lunch today. If you got nothing going on, uh, join us for lunch. And, of course, you can also uh, win a free meal from the Golden Q. All you have to do is ask us a question. You can do it by going to the Fort Hay State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com, and you go to that page, hover over Fan Zone, and when you do that, I'll have a drop-down menu, and there will be Tiger Talk. Click on that, submit your question, and if we use your question, uh, you have a chance to win a $25 gift card from the Golden Q. In fact, we had a couple of questions that we'll get to a little bit later on in the program that were sent to us during the week, but you can participate during the show. You can also uh, um, you can hit me up on Twitter at Gerard Welbrock. Leave a question there, and we'll certainly pass it along to the coach uh, who... <laughs> I'd ask how you're doing. You've had a few days since Thursday night. Uh, obviously, it was a, a frustrating game on, on Thursday, and we talked a lot last week, not a lot, but we, you know about week one to week two improvements. And as we just got ready to go on the air, you kind of reminded me that it's, uh, that's not very accurate because it didn't feel like your team did. No, we didn't. No, I didn't think we played very well at all. I mean, there's, there's times in that game that we look really, really good, you know, offensively, defensively. I thought special teams was better this week, you know, than it had been the previous week. But... You know, there's just things in there that we got to work on, and it's either you know guys not running the right routes or not running the right depth of routes, and uh, of course your quarterback always gets blamed, you know, especially for interceptions and things like that. But sometimes it's the guys are not in the right spot where they're supposed to be or not expecting the ball. So uh, you know he's he's going to be fine. Uh, he's a great kid, hard worker. He's committed. I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing. We just got to get everybody around him, you know, on the same page. And then you know defensively, we gave up a couple big plays, and uh, you know we put him in some bad situations, you know, as well as an offense, but. No, I wasn't very pleased with our performance. I really feel like that's a, a game. If you look at it, you know, you take we gave them 28 points, and uh, it's a totally different ball game if we take those things away. 
Well, and that's probably that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, you look at the last two games, your first two games, it's yeah, the opponents have done good things, and yes, they're good teams, but you kind of feel that uh, you kind of beaten yourself. I mean, you've lost to yourself. It's been some self-inflicted issues that have kind of led to two losses. It has been, and you know, especially you know this game especially was. I mean, they were. I mean, two, you know, had a pick six for a touchdown, had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Um, we, th- we throw another interception, it goes down to the 17, and they score one play later. And, you know, those are points. Those are easy points, and, and that's something we got to eliminate. And, you know, you look at the, you know, Northwest game as well. It's, you know, we're backed up all the time, and we throw a couple of, you know, interceptions and making, you know, easy scores for the offense as well, the other offense as well. So, right now, it's self-inflicted wounds. we got to clean those things up, and we got to get better, and, you know, our kids got to get sharper and, Maybe we just need to change the way we practice. It might be a little bit more intense this week than it has been in the past few weeks. But I still think, you know, there's a lot of potential there on the field. I think there's a lot of times you look at us, you go, man, that's a really good football team. But then there's obvious that the times where you're like, yeah, they're not so good right now. But it's there. We just got to get it all on the same page at the same time. And as we know in the MIAA, it's a fine line of success and not having success. And you see that. I mean, no team can do those things even northwest missouri state pittsburgh state car whoever you're talking about you make those mistakes you're not going to win in this league everybody's too good yeah you're not and uh, you know you, you see it week in and week out just a few mistakes here and there and all those games that have been played the last two weeks it's you know there's some things that it changes the ball game and uh, you know we need to start having things bounce our way because it has not the last two weeks so hopefully we can start changing that this week and on to the next weeks but i still think we're a very good team i still think there's you know, the chance for us to, to win out, you know, but we just got to go one game at a time right now, and that's the only game we got to worry about right now, and that's thinking about Lincoln. But we'll get back to the grind this week and uh, today and, and see what our kids are made of. How did, did you give them time off this weekend? How did your team handle that, and how did you go about it after the game on Thursday? Well, I didn't get any phone calls, so they must have handled it pretty well. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had some good talk, you know, after the game. We had a good talk about the decisions they got to make this weekend and, and looking in the mirror and seeing, you know, what can they do better as an individual you know, and and getting more people involved, you know, just in their game planning and, and in their, you know, their film study and things like that. And, and and what can they do better? You know, is it is it more time in the film room? Is it is it practicing harder? You know, is it is it more is it at the weight room where you're not putting the time in the weight room or whatever it might be? But what can you do to help, you know, make yourself better, not only and your team? And uh, hopefully they did that. You know, of course, as coaches, you look and reflect as well as what can I do better as a coach? Am I not? hard enough on him am i getting too old and am i getting soft you know or <laughs> don't I need to get back to my old young ways but i feel like you know i should i should have to come to that point where i have to get you know irate and and get on him all the time because but by, by this point you know in our you know where this program is now you know those guys got to take ownership of it and and, and and take care of some things on their own and and hold each other accountable and be disciplined and i just feel like that's where we should be if i don't feel like that today at practice i'll take the reins and we'll make things work you know, I thought it was interesting after the game, one of your comments was, you know, watching game field. Are we watching enough? Are we learning enough from it? And maybe not just the offensive line as a group, but then maybe the tight ends with them or the quarterbacks with the receivers and line, you know, whatever it may be, not just you and your position group, but maybe another position group that you have to work closely with. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, but that's how it works, right? You watch film together. You, you evaluate the defense. Um, you throw our plays into that same evaluation, and and you run them. You know, because you know a lot of teams, it's 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 not a copycat stuff when you watch TV. You know, you when you watch when you watch these games. So, you know, a lot of those plays that we have, we have them called as our plays, and I mean, not I mean, not exactly the same, but they're very similar. And it's those kids seeing how those kids are playing. 
you know, or what coverage it might be or whatever it might be. And now say, okay, this is where I want you in, in this situation. And uh, the only way you get that is by doing it together. And uh, same with the O-line and tight ends. You know, the tight ends got a lot. They got the run game and they got the pass game, you know. So get with your O-line and talk about, okay, when we run this run play, here's what I'm thinking, what are you thinking, and let's get on the same page. And it's it works hand in hand, but the great teams do that. And if we want to be great, we got to do we got to do things a lot better than what we have been. Now the Tigers trying to get their first win. They'll be at home this Saturday, and the game is a go as of now with the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Of course, they had some COVID issues and did not play Northwest Missouri State on Thursday. We'll eventually get a preview look at the Blue Tigers, but we'll talk more Fort Hay State football as we move along. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, or fast delivery. It's the Taco Shop just east of campus on 8th Street. Of course, you know their number, 785-625-7114, or you can use the handy Taco shop app the taco shop you've never had it so good we're live at the golden Q. it's tiger talk on this monday and we have more with hit football coach chris brown right after the break here on the tiger sports network built by paul wertenberger construction there's an exciting new business coming to downtown hayes the fort will be opening soon the fort located in the former wild rose building will serve food a wide variety of drinks and will feature games and entertainment will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Ford is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Ford. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Ford in downtown Hayes. On target, on time, and on budget. Commercial Builders Incorporated has established a reputation for quality commercial building and renovations as well as residential construction. Their team of professional office administrators, experienced project superintendents, and workmen are proud to support Hayes and the surrounding communities on and off the job site. Contact them today at 785-628-1031 or learn more at commercialbuildersinc.com. September savings throughout the store at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Save $10 on Napa Night Vision Premium Headlamps. Brake Clean, Brake Parts Cleaner, two for $7. And stock up on Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil, only $5.99 a quart or $28.99 in the five-quart jug. Check out the savings in the store today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. A new school year means new routines, and the taco shop knows that means you're busier than ever. So the next time you're waiting to pick somebody up, get your phone out, go to the Taco Shop app, and order ahead. On special, the chicken quesadilla, $3.79. Meat nacho, $1.69. And the pork nachos for $6.79. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. Come on down to the Taco Shop. Same formation, McDonald to the left. Soto gets the carry, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. One-yard run for Adrian Soto, and the Tigers score on their first possession of the ball game. Yeah, that was a good start for the Tigers on Thursday night in St. Joe. Had that 7-0 lead. Obviously would not hold up. They lose 38-31 to the Griffins to start the year 0-2. Hey, before you hit the road, stop by G&L Tire and Automotive. Tires for all driving needs and budgets, plus complete automotive service and repair. And you always get a free estimate before any work is done. That's G&L Tire and Automotive just east of Maine. They're on the bricks 
in downtown Hayes. Gerard Welbrock, head football coach Chris Brown here on Tiger Talk. Four-day state hosting Lincoln University. The Blue Tigers come to town Saturday night. Four-day state coming off that loss. And um, it was, I mean, we talk about a frustrating game, but a great start. You force a three and out. You get the ball. You drive down uh, a 10-play scoring drive. Soto caps it off. And, uh, boy, the way that thing started, thought, Hey, it's going to be a it's going to be a good night for you guys. Yeah, you did. You know, we started off well. Defense, you know, special teams really did a good job of, of pinning them deep, and the defense got a three and out, and we get the ball back, go right down and score, and you're, you know, you're feeling pretty good about yourselves. Now you just got to continue doing those things, and it seemed like it just kind of fell apart after that. Uh, and then we know our, our kids. I mean, we you know we, we got behind, and we we kind of panicked a little bit. They hit the panic button, and and we're a little stressed out, and you could see it in just their facial expressions, you know, but. It's football. Anything can happen at any given time, and I know that there was a chance that we could win that ball game, and we almost still did, you know, towards the end. But you know, we can't hit the panic button. You can win these games at any time, and doesn't matter what the score is. You know, we still had another half to go after that anyway. But I think we panicked a little bit too early. How much of the youth? I mean, we've talked about, especially on the defensive side, but even the offense. There's some some young players. Um, maybe the sense that. It was their first road game. It was a different environment, a hostile environment. you feel that played into a little bit of some of what you're saying there? Maybe some. I mean, but still, when you get on your sideline with your fans, you know, it's it's it was it was pretty quiet over on that side of the field. And, you know, it's just, you know, it was different. You know, we're on the road. It was a night game. So, it was, you know, we drove an hour that day to, to get to the game as well. But, I mean, I thought everything that we did, you know, lead them to that point really had our young men prepared, you know, to go into this game and, and win this game. I mean, we did more stuff on this road trip than we've ever had before with walkthroughs at night and film and then doing the same thing the next morning just to make sure they were all on the same page and knew, knew exactly what we were doing and just doing the film study with them too to kind of teach them, you know, how we're trying to do these things. And then we've done that before, but just getting them more in tune with what we're doing. But you know, I really don't know. I really can't put my finger on exactly what it was. We just got to bounce back and, and keep moving forward and get better. When you do a walkthrough like that on a road trip, what do you normally do that? You go to a high school? How, how does that work? Well, this time we just – where we ate our meals, you know, at the hotel, we just pushed all the chairs back and all the tables, and it was just kind of a mini, you know, like a little mini walkthrough. I mean, it wasn't the full go, but seeing guys, making sure they knew exactly what they are supposed to do and where they are supposed to be going and just talking about different alignments and assignments and things like that. But you figure out wherever it is, all right? You just you, you use what you have in front of you, and you make the most of it. Adrian Soto caught that touchdown, or uh, had that touchdown run. He had a t- another touchdown reception later in the ballgame. We'll hear that highlight. But uh, well, he just continues to play well. Now, we talked about him last week, uh, a young man who got really one opportunity last year, one carry, two years ago, one carry uh, in that big win at Northeastern, but just continues to improve. He does. You know, he just gets better and better each week. Um, he's a weapon out of the backfield as well in our past game. And, uh, you know, he's patient with the ball, you know, in his hands. He lets the linemen set the blocks up. And, he sees got great vision, and he sees how the blocks are going to unfold in front of him. So, you know, he just keeps continuing to get better week in and week out. And uh, who knows by the end of the season, heck, he might be our number one guy if he keeps doing what he's doing right now. Um, they come back, they answer with a, a long scoring drive of your, their own, and then uh, the first turnover, and that was really part of the story. Four turnovers, 24 of their 38 points off of turnovers obviously it's tough to to overcome but after uh, they scored you gave them the ball back but i thought it was a key point you you held them to a field goal i think they moved it down to what the three but you never let them get into the end zone and as bad as you know the 
wasn't going well, you're only down 10-7 to 7 at that point. That's it. But that was a great job by our defense. You know, we turned the ball over, and they did a good job of, you know, not giving up, you know, seven points. And, uh, you know, hats off to them for that. And we're still in a great situation where it's only 10-7 to 7 now, and we got a great opportunity to come back and, and win this game and at least take the lead at halftime as well. Well, the Tigers were down 10-7 to after one quarter and then got the lead back, started the, the second quarter. Uh, Hunter Budkey had a, a monster game, I thought. I mean, we kind of have seen glimpses of that, but, man, it seemed like every time, every possession, you needed a big play. He was kind of there in the thick of things. He's a very talented young man. I mean, he's when you look at him, he's he's got the size. He's got the build. He, he's got the speed. I mean, he's got the strength. I mean, he has it all. And uh, I, th- I really think his – Best two games that he's ever played here at Fort Hays State, really, his, these last two games. And, uh, you know, he, and I just told him, I said, now the the real thing is people know who you are now. You know, now they're going to be watching. Are, are you still going to be able to make these same type of plays? And that's going to tell us what type of player you truly are. But, you know, some of these catches he made in this game were, were phenomenal. And he was getting hit, you know, and he still get up and, and go for the next one. And, I mean, that one was a fingertip catch, which, which was amazing. <laughs> Um, I mean, not many people hold on to that ball, but he's done, and he's also done well in the in, in the run game with his blocking too. So he's continued to get better week in and week out. And uh, if he can build off of this, you know, who knows what might happen with him? Yeah, that's one of those things. I mean, obviously, we see when a tight end or a receiver makes the catch, but it's the little things. Can you can you block in the run? Can you do all those things? And he appears to be. I obviously have a better grasp of this than us, but uh, appears to be doing a good job in all that area, just the, the total package. Yeah, he is, you know, right now. I mean, there's still a few things in the run game that we need to work on, but that's I think that goes across the board with everybody. But he's doing the things that we need him to do, and, and you know, he's, he's just – he wants to learn. He's eager to learn, and he listens, and you know, and everything you, before you even get to film, he knows exactly what he's done wrong already because he's watched the film, you know, which is, those are the kind of kids you need. You get in there, and they kind of coach themselves, and, uh, you know, he's done that, but, and if he can t- continue to, you know, build off what he's done right now, I mean, he, he should be a first-team all-conference guy by far. Well, you, you know, it was here, the, the game slowed down, the light switch went on, whatever it was. Uh, um, what, what's been the difference? What has made this turnaround for him? I think just, you know, having that whole year of, you know, with, with the COVID and he's was the guy, you know, and he played a lot when Matt was here too, when, you know, Matt would be injured. But I also think it's, you know, Hayden Wiltfong right behind him, pushed him for that starting spot. And when you guys got guys, you know, guys competing for those spots and we usually play with just one tight end, it's going to make that kid better. And, uh, you know, somebody will get left behind or somebody will get the job taken. And, uh, you know, right now he's just he's fighting to keep that spot day in and day out. Well, he's done a great job, had a big game. I know we heard some highlights from him, but he was uh, really, really good for the Tigers. But they come up short with a final of 38-31. to 31. Tiger Talk is presented by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. We will take a break. More Tiger Talk with head coach Chris Brown right here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Your life is a story, a remarkable tale full of joys and sorrows, successes and failures. At Golden Belt Bank, we have this idea, a belief, really, that the best way to serve you is by getting to know that story, even becoming a small part of it. It's more than deposits and withdrawals. 
This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Glassman Plumbing, Heating, and Air are happy to offer you the new Carrier Infinity 26 air conditioners and the Infinity 24 heat pumps, the highest efficiency available on the market. Carrier is the only manufacturer to have Bluetooth pairing through a Wi-Fi connection. So what does that mean for you? No need for service techs to traipse in and out of your house multiple times during a service call and the ability to control the sound output. Turn to the experts. Glassman Plumbing, Heating, and Air, the choice is perfectly clear. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at adamsbrowncpa.com. There's a pass in the flat, caught by Butkey, touchdown! Fort Hayes State, Hunter Butkey, the Beloit Redshirt Jr., his second career touchdown catch, and Fort Hayes State is back on top. They lead 13-10 with 10.38 to go here in the second. Yeah, that capped off a 13-play drive, started late in the first quarter and went into the second quarter, put the Tigers up uh, uh, 14-10, and again, after the uh, the couple of mishaps, you felt pretty good about things as Fort A. State was trying to crawl back into that football game. Tiger Talk is live at the Golden Q in Hayes. They've got the daily food and drink specials, so stop on by. Of course, all the big screens throughout the uh, throughout the uh, the bar. It's uh, the Golden Q, just two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Gerard Welbrock, Fort A. State head football coach Chris Brown, uh, talking about the Missouri Western loss last week and previewing a little bit later on the Lincoln Blue Tigers will be coming to town Saturday night to take on uh, Fort Hayes State at Lewis Field. Um, Chance Fuller's kind of, I guess, up and down might be the way to do it, but, um, you know, we talked about it. Sometimes quarterback gets too much credit, doesn't get in, or takes too much blame, and, and I think some of the issues, he had turnovers, had some interceptions, led to points. Um, not all his fault. Do you feel he's pressing at all? I mean, I know he – perfectionist might be too extreme, but, I mean, he obviously takes very pri- a lot of pride in how he plays and plays the game the right way. Um, at times it just maybe feels like he's trying to do too much. Do you feel that's the case or, or not? No, I mean, he prepares himself well enough that he gets himself, you know, ready for every ball game. But, you know, he does want things to be perfect, and he, he doesn't want to turn the ball over. You know, obviously never, no quarterback <laughs> does. But, uh, you know, just some of those throws, I mean, you know, week one, I mean, there's eight, nine drop balls. I mean, that – that really, you know, hurt his his completion percentage, and then balls that should be caught and, and easily caught, and then, you know, this last game, this guy's not running the right route, or you know, the depth of the route, you know, kind of puts him in a bad spot too, where he's kind of sitting and waiting for him to get to where they need to be, and it's so, and then it's too late, and he makes the throw. There's there's somebody there, so we're a guy not knowing exactly what he's supposed to do. So, I mean, a little bit's on him, but some of it, a lot of it's just on the guys around him to do their part. You know, so he can he can get more comfortable and, and and feel more comfortable in the game because we got guys not doing what they're supposed to as a quarterback. You're expecting things to be in a certain area, and they're not there. So things kind of you got to improvise a little bit, and I think he's had to do that a little bit too much than more than what we need him to. And you 
that's the one thing about receiving is that, you know, obviously running a route's important, but running the proper route because that gives you leverage over the defensive back. And if you're not doing that, and like you said, it may seem little, but an extra yard or even an extra step on a route changes everything. And, and if the quarterback's expecting you at 5, 10, whatever it is, and you're at 11 or 12, it's, it, it just throws yeah. the whole timing off. The whole timing's off. And even not being able to get off the line of scrimmage, you know, and we expect a little bit of that. But with the guys that we got and, and their, their size and their strength, and we should be able to get off, you know, any press coverage, you know, with our guys and, and be able to get open. And it's just – you know, those little things, you know, you're running a 15-yard route when it's a 10. You know, it's easy for a safety to step in front of and pick it. When you're, you know, you're the hot guy that we're going to hit throw to right now because we know you can beat this receiver inside or this defender inside, and you don't you do not do that. And then put your quarterback in a bad spot. He throws the ball, you're not looking, and it bounces off if he lands in somebody's hands. So, you know, you know, he had one throw where he just kind of threw it up because he didn't know. I mean, the other guys didn't know what they were supposed to do, and, you don't really have a chance, you know what I mean? So he just kind of threw it up, and they got the interception. But, you know, a lot of it, it goes hand in hand. He's, he's got to do, do, make some better choices on, on some things, but a lot of it goes to the guys around him. They need to, they need to help him out. Well, we've seen this receiving core has had success, so a, a total faith in Coach McCray and his guys to get get it figured out, but it is kind of one of those it goes hand-in-hand, hand and they all have to be working together and uh, to, to make things work out. Hey, we did have, we told you about Ask the Coach. You could still get involved, ask the coach a question and uh, a chance to win a gift certificate from the Golden Q. Again, all you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com, and on the top bar, look for Fan Zone. You hover over that. It'll give you a drop-down menu to Tiger, uh, Tiger Talk. And click on that, and you'll see it right there. Pretty self-explanatory. Type your message and uh, your question, and uh, you've got a chance to win some free food here from the Golden Q. And we did have a couple of questions this week, and one of them, even though you're at home, that was your first road game on a Thursday night. But uh, the question, and it's kind of fitting with Lincoln coming to town on Saturday, which road trip do you detest more? Maybe detest is hard. Let's, you know, which one do you dislike more? Lincoln at Jefferson City or Northeastern State at Tahlequah? They're both pretty <laughs> tough to get to. Um, I think my first year here when we played, when we, well, not, I don't know if it was my first year here, but the first time we played at, at Tahlequah, we took the wrong way. You know, we went through the, the, the two-lane road where it was actually going through the rivers, you know, and little things, streams. and So that by far then, that would have been it. <laughs> then we started staying in Tulsa, and that made our drive just a little bit easier. But those roads there are... are they're tight. They're narrow. I mean, not in great it, shape. Yeah, and it's scary. You know, so that one scares me the most. Um, so I'd probably say Tahlequah would be the one, but Jeff City's not either easy either because every time we play them, you know, Mizzou's playing or somebody's playing, so we have to get you know hotels in in Kansas City and then finish the drive, you know, the next day. So neither one's easy, but I'd by far say Tahlequah just because of the roads, you know, and and the tightness of them, and there's really no shoulder and. <laughs> You never know what kind of bus driver you're going to get. They've done pretty well, though, but it's that'd be the, probably the one. Well, that is interesting. And, and you're with Lincoln and Jefferson City. It is 30 minutes from, 30 miles from Columbia. So when the Tigers are at home, I mean, finding hotels, all those things that when they're on a road game, it's not as difficult. But when they're at home, it's it's challenging for all those things, all those little details that go into to a road trip. There's a lot, a lot of it, planning meals and a lot of things that go into it. You know, there's so much. You know, what time? The, you know, what time are we going to walk through and meet in the morning, and then practice, and then make sure you know all the kids know they talk to their professors, and we've sent emails to their professors, and then the trip itself. You know, how are we going to get there? What time do we need to get there? What happens if the bus breaks down, or whatever it might be? Because we've had a lot of those yeah, things yeah. happen as well, and uh, 
You know, it is. And then, you know, many times and, you know, in the evenings and in the morning, like on these, these night games, I mean, you usually get kicked out of the hotel around 11, 12 o'clock. And uh, what do you do for a few hours while you're getting ready to go to, to pregame mail? And they got to sit around in the lobby and, you know, it, it's kind of hard on them. But, you know, you, you figure it out and you just you live with it and you deal with it. And it's just like traveling, I guess. I mean, I, I hate traveling. I'm, I'm one of those guys that's, you know, my wife and kids will tell you, too, I got to have a plan. It's just not – Hey, we're going to go somewhere. There's got to be a plan of when we're going to be a certain place. But I guess that's probably just the coach in me. Yeah, family trips are a little bit different when you do this. As as you, I mean, you're obviously with the team. We travel separately, but it's there's a definite routine to it and a time structure to it. So yeah, family trips are a little bit. It's let's say challenging is probably a yep. good way to put it. Yep. Who who takes care? Of, I mean, is it you have a designated assistant? Obviously, Division One schools. You have a. That's all they do is take care of the travel coordination as I work with you guys. Yeah, Coach McCray, our receivers coach. You know, everybody's got kind of different things that they got to take care of. And, uh, you know, at our level, there's not, you don't have one or two guys that, you know, like the D1s that just they take care of the travel, the hotels, um, you know, equipment. You know, like those D1s, those kids show up on game day and their equipment's already in their locker, ready to roll and, and ready to go. Where, you know, our kids throw them on the bus and they got to get it themselves and unload it themselves. But, you know, Coach McCray does a good job of getting our meals lined out and, and getting everything ready for us. Another question we had, and other you, you probably because you've had Thursday night games, get to watch a little bit more, but you probably don't get to watch as much football as people might think. Um, but uh, Division One playoffs, fourteen playoff, eighteen playoff, or sixteen team playoff. What do you like? I like to at least see an eight. You know, I mean, I mean, I think sixteen's kind of touches because of their season so long already. Um, I mean, it seems like they play. You know, yeah. 14, 15 games anyway. If you I do go a six, December. Yeah, if you do a 16-team playoff, that, that's going to be hard on them. But I, I think at least an 18 playoff so we can get some different teams in there and and see what happens because you never know once you get in the playoffs what might happen. I do find it interesting that um, a lot of talk about the expanded playoffs and while they've already played such a rigorous schedule, I mean, the, the, the demand on the student-athletes. Division two, if you're making a run, you're playing. You don't get bye weeks. I mean, you start when you start, and you're going to go all the way through without a bye week unless you happen to, like, four days did in 17, get get the first-round playoff bye. But that happens to four teams. Everybody else is playing straight through. Didn't seem to be a problem for the NAI <laughs> Division two, Division three, who do that. I just find it interesting when Division one talks about it um, that, that that's just seems impossible for them to do that. Yeah, it does, but, I mean, it seems like they do have a lot of games that they do play, and, uh, I mean, I don't really pay too much attention exactly. to it because I'm always, well, you know, I'm always in season myself. But with us, if we start week one and we don't get the bye, it's 15 weeks, mm-hmm. you know, in a row where and they, at least they have a bye week here and there, you know, to, to kind of give their kids some time off and, and let them rest a little bit. But you still practice mm-hmm. during those weeks as well. But, you know, it is it is hard and it is demanding, you know. I mean, it's – once you get into once you start fall camp, it's a grind on these kids, and it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of time, and you know trying to stay up on top of your classes and everything that you're you're trying to do. You know, eligibility is a big part of it, and the only way you're eligible is if your classes are taken care of. So, you know, there's a lot of these kids is played, and and just trying to manage their social life and all those things like that. Once they really don't really have one, you know, once you're you once you're a student athlete, you know, once you get into the season. So, I'm proud of the way our kids handle themselves, and they've done a good job, but. Yeah, I think 18 playoff would be the best way to go. All right, well, we'll see if they listen to Coach Brown. I would agree 18 would be fun, at least uh, expanded for now. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Bell Bank, and they're here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll be back with more Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 
There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Our clients know Bernard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Bernard Hauer? What you really should remember is that we have over 60 years experience built by establishing lasting relationships with our clients. So when you're looking for help with financial statements, dealing with the IRS, filing annual tax returns, require an annual audit, or just need business advice, contact us. With Bernard Hauer in your corner, you're not the only one looking for an opportunity to increase your bottom line. We are too. Bernard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tires' name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Midwest Energy's Housemart program is the easy way to make improvements to your home, like new heating and AC, insulation, and air sealing. With Housemart, you'll get a top-to-bottom energy audit from a certified auditor who will suggest improvements. You pick an approved contractor to make upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your energy bill. Learn more at MWEnergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. First and 10 Tigers, play action, full to throw. He's got a man open, Soto at the 50, breaks a tackle, 40, up the Tigers sideline, 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Ford Hayes State, Adrian Soto takes it all the way, and Ford Hayes State is back on top, 23 to 17. Yeah, that was a great start to the, uh, well, a crazy third quarter as it turned out. Uh, because you had a 75-yard interception return for a touchdown. So 17-10 halftime leads, now 17 all. And then you come right back. I think Birchfield had a big third-down conversion. And then that 68-yard touchdown pass to Soto kind of felt like maybe you kind of got your hands around this thing and we're going to be back on track. But as we knew, it got even wackier in that third quarter. Yeah, it did. It got even crazier. Then, you know, I kind of thought at that point we were going to have things under control. And, uh, you know, still things kind of fell apart a little bit in that third quarter. But, that's a hard play to make that Soto just made. I mean, that's – I mean, caught the ball, got hit, completely stopped, and then still able to outrun, you know, all those guys to the end zone. So that just kind of shows you there his speed that he does have and, you know, his athleticism. He's a, he's a tremendous kid. He works hard every single day in practice, and uh, he is one that does practice hard, you know, no matter what the play is. Whether he's getting the ball or not getting the ball, he does everything that he's supposed to do, and he does it right. Well, he shows the speed, and he got the open field, and uh, it was uh, it was a foot race. And then you got a fumble recovery on the very next possession. Uh, you had the seven-point lead, got the ball back, and thought, hey, here, here we go. But uh, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier, a, a bobbled pass. It ended up being a fumble that Choppa scooped up and ran back for a score. Uh, that tied it up at 24, and then it just seemed like everything just fell apart. They had ran, ended up running. Two offensive plays 
and had scored 28 points in that quarter. That's almost unheard of. Yeah, that's not good, is it? No. Not, not for us. <laughs> now, if that was us, then I'd really well, like yeah, that. Of but, course. You know, it happens the other way. It, it's not so good, and you still look at the score, you know, losing by seven points with that many mistakes. If we didn't make those mistakes, you know, who knows what might have happened in that ball game. But, again, you know, just – on the fumble recovery for a touchdown, again, we didn't make the block right properly. Um, the back didn't catch the ball the first time, so he's kind of bobbling as he's getting into his, you know, to after, you know, after catch after the run or the run after the catch. And, uh, you know, mistakes, mistakes, and uh, they'll kill you in these type of games. You touched on special teams a little bit. I thought they were pretty special when you consider how that was in week one. That was a big, a lot of talk, uh, um, and, and we talked about it on the show. But uh, I thought, you know, from the kicking game, kickoffs were better, better uh, height on the ball, and you got good coverage. You kind of made them drive some long fields. Punting game improved and, and, and got a big field goal right there before halftime, a pressure kick uh, to give you the, the seven-point lead at halftime, I thought that was uh, an area which your team got a lot better. I thought special teams was really good. That's exciting to see. Yeah, it is. And it's and that week one's always kind of crazy with special teams, kind of a lot of these kids getting their feet wet for the first time, you know, in this conference and, and, and playing for us. I mean, that, that's hard to do with the expectations that they've had on, had on them from, you know, past kickers or punters or whatever we might have in the past. But, you know, they did a great job. Our, cover, our coverage guys did a great job of getting downfield and uh, and making the tackles and then, you know, changing some field position was great. We'd love to give you some of the numbers of some of the Tigers. We do need to know there are still no stats from that game. It was um, a rough night for the stat crew in, in Missouri Western, so we're still waiting for the official game stats. Uh, but uh, uh, Soto had another big game. We mentioned Hunter Budke having a big game and uh, – uh, but just too many turnovers, four turnovers. And that's probably been, what are you now, seven for the season in two games, obviously. that's And, and that's an area you look at traditionally you've always been on the plus side, but usually you get a lot of points off of turnovers, and, and, and that's a big hole right now. Yeah, it is, and and that's something we, we stress week in and week out. You know, offensively we cannot turn the ball over. And, uh, you know, defensively we need to get some more turnovers, you know, to, to help the offense out. But, you know, they are getting some turnovers, and we're giving it right back to them. And so those are things we got to eliminate. But, again, those are things that are so correctable. If our kids would just do the things that they need to and, and get on the same page and understand, you know, that this game's not about them, but it's about their team, you know, I think things will be all right for us. You know, the Tigers, uh, still a lot of football to go. And, and I guess it's not uncharted territory. You just go back to the last season you had, 2019. You started 0-2. Uh, with a disappointing loss at home to Missouri Western. And then you you didn't win out. You lost that thriller in double overtime to Northwest. But you got in a position to still reach all of your goals. And that's kind of where you're at right now. I mean, you can still attain those. And, and you can't probably look at it as uh, we have to win out. You have to win Saturday. And then yep. if you can do that, you win the next Saturday. Uh, break it down one game at a time. And that's it. If you look too far ahead, you know, the kids start losing focus and, and, and thinking about, you know, some of these other teams that we got to play. But, but right now we got to play the Lincoln Blue Tigers, you know, and, uh, you know, they're going to come to town wanting to beat us. And uh, so we got to be at our best. And we got to really clean some things up because – if we play like we have the last two weeks, it's going to be a terrible game for us. I mean, because they're going to capitalize on some of those opportunities that we give them and, and, and give us a tough go. But you know, they're a good football team, and, and we'll see what happens. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies, and CPAs. We will take our final break. When we come back, we'll preview Saturday night's game with the Blue Tigers of Lincoln. When we return to the Golden Q, home of Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. As an athlete, the one thing you dread the most is injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at the Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, part of the University of Kansas Health System. When harvest starts, you need equipment at a dealership you can count on. BTI Equipment is your harvest headquarters with a full line of John Deere equipment, parts inventory, and highly trained service technicians to keep you up and running. Sign up for your no-cost winter service inspection now. Spots are filling up fast. Schedule your service request online anytime. Visit btiequip.com for details. Call on BTI. BTI Equipment, our family in partnership with your family. Shift your summer into top gear and get a free ride with an internet speed upgrade from Nextech. Right now, current customers can increase their speed without increasing their price for three months. Don't have Nextech internet? Switch and we'll give you a $100 credit. Upgrade now and get entered to win a $250 gas gift card. Another free ride to go where you want. Take a free ride on us. Visit Nextech.com to sign up today. Some restrictions apply. Okachuku and Ramsey to the left, Birchfield and Butkey back into the right. There's the snap, third and ten. The pass is going to be caught. Okachuku has it to the five. He's in. Touchdown, Fort A State. Josh Okachuku, the Washington, D.C. transfer out of Nassau Community College, has his first career Tiger touchdown, and it's 38-30 to with 4.41 to go in the game. That was set up by a big Hunter Butkey catch that – had they not just had a piece of the jersey, he may have busted it, but it got it down inside the red zone, and then Josh Okachuku was able to get his first Tiger score. He's another big-body receiver, and I'm sure anytime you, you have a transfer, it takes a little while to, to get comfortable in the field for everything, but uh, seems to have all the physical attributes to be a really good one again. He has them all. You know, he's a big kid, he's a strong kid. He's got really good speed as well, and uh, you know, hopefully we get to see more of that, you know, in these upcoming weeks. But, again, it's it's a young man that came in here from a, from a junior college transfer and uh, still trying to figure out our offense and how things work. And it takes time, you know, when you're getting thrown thousands of plays <laughs> at one time. It all kind of starts to run together a little bit. But over time he'll get it, you know, just kind of make sure we know what he's he's doing and, and do the things that he can do and the things that he does well. And, uh, you know, that was a good play for him in that game. Hopefully that's just the first of many for him because, I mean, I think it could be a real weapon for us. Well, the Lincoln Blue Tigers come to town, and, and as of now, everything's a go. They had their game uh, with Northwest on Thursday night uh, canceled, a no contest due to some uh, COVID concerns with the Blue Tiger team. And as of Saturday, anyway, they said they're a go, so hopefully that continues. But uh, in a way, I say a scary game in the sense that, you know, they have struggled. They gave up 70, what, 4, 72 to Washburn and just got pounded 
but yet you're in no position to look past anybody at 0-2. No, we don't, and, and, and especially the way we've played, you know, the last two weeks. I mean, the, but there has been some really bright spots, you know, with, with what we've done offensively and defensively and with our special teams, but there's still a lot of things that we have to get cleaned up before, you know, we can feel confident about anything, and this is a team that, you know, they've had two weeks to really kind of prepare for us. They've had our game film from from Northwest, and they're able to watch that and start breaking it down and getting ready for this game as well and trying to figure out some things, you know, that they want to do to us, you know, offensively and defensively. So, you know, we'll see. They're a good team. I mean, they got some, some guys that are returning and, and, and have played a lot, and they got a lot of young kids as well, and they have some transfers. So you never know when a team might put it all together, and, you know, hopefully it's not this week, but, but you never know. And the way we played – and we've got to clean things up or it might, it's going to be a rough one. You know, the Franklin kid, a running back, with Hosea Franklin, 5'7", 190, not a huge dude, but he was one of the top running backs, uh, I think led the conference in yardage, but uh, he, he he could play and start for anybody in this league. Yeah, I'll take him. He's, he's a good football player. I mean, he runs well. He runs physical. He's He runs hard. Um, he gets out in the open. He's got a chance to break it. So uh, he's one of those kids that we've got to get our hands on him and, and, and gang tackle him and, and run our feet, make sure we get him down because he's a tremendous football player. And they're a type of team that, I mean, we've seen it. Some years they've been better than others, but it seems like they've got collectively a lot of talent. They just can never, one, they have a hard time keeping coaches long enough, but uh, just to build whatever they can to be playing well as a unit. But individually, they have some incredibly good talent and enough to where if you get, you kind of said, you catch them on the wrong night when it kind of clicks together, they're, they could be a loadful. They could be. And, then, you know, and that's on both sides of the ball, not just one side of it, you know. And, you know, with some of the kids they have coming in that we haven't seen before, I mean, they're, they – they do things well, and uh, if they put it together, they'll be a scary bunch. But, you know, we got to take care of ourselves and worry about Fort Hayes State right now and getting ourselves better and not so much about Lincoln. Sounds good, Coach. We appreciate it. Dustin will be on the call this Saturday night uh, filling in for me for a 6 o'clock Auto World pregame, 7 o'clock kick. Have a great week of practice and uh, go get those book Tigers. Thanks, George. Chris Brown, coach of the Fort Hayes State Tigers, and that's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk here today. The program brought to you by BTI. The Taco Shop, G&L Tire and Automotive, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, Golden Belt Brink, and Adams Brown. We're, of course, live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. The Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. We'll see you back here next Monday, 12-15 until 1. It's Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.